Her mind's still counting down. That's because YouTube has a delay, Gary. Jesus Christ. Oh, well, I was just saying. And, uh, and everybody, just so you know, my ass was here all the time. <laughs> so I don't appreciate that my reputation is already this thing. So uh, anyway, all right. Well, hello, everybody. This is Gary Horde. This is Adam Rotella. This is Adam Rotella. Hi, everybody. Hi, Gary. How's it going tonight, my man? Already a $2 super Great, chat. Woohoo! And this, this is the NWA. It's a podcast celebrating the best legacy and tradition of one of the greatest pro wrestling entities of all time. We're talking about the National Wrestling Alliance, and you just got done watching a 90-minute super show of NWA power headed right into Friday night and NWA hard times. It's going to be a good one, too. We've seen our whole lineup now, Adam. I am excited to talk about this episode. Hey, man, I think that this was one of the best episodes that the NWA has done I don't know, man. I absolutely loved the pacing of this show. Gave me some time to tweet things out. I, I really enjoyed that. That is one of the things that I like about watching wrestling is being able to tweet things and talk to people. So I really enjoyed the pacing of this show, sir. 100% I'm on the same page with you there. All right, everybody. Hello to the chat room. It's so good to see everybody. And hey, if you're expecting, if you watched NWA Stranger, by the way, I am in no way going to be able to match that energy of Turbo. My God. Did you like that today, Gary? I, I thought that went really well. I thought Turbo did a great, oh. great job. And for, for, for a test subject, I couldn't be happier. Oh, worried about my job over here. Turbo was amazing. <laughs> that guy. Love that guy. And uh, it was great actually seeing him in action, in person, on the show. And, uh, hey, I also saw the part that uh, he jumped on listening to the podcast when I first started that. And I just wanted to say, Turbo, thank you so much. That is really cool to hear. I'm glad to see you come over and uh, and be engaged with us at this next stage of uh our evolution so that's that's really cool turbo just uh grateful for you man hey thanks Gary, for doing the show. you know man that was my first time ever speaking face to computer with uh with turbo and i had a great time man we've we've talked multiple times on twitter and dms and things of that nature when he goes live i always join but that was our first conversation we've ever ever had and hey man i had a great great time no, I made sure to uh, listen to it on the way home. Uh, I uh, I had I have a little dash thing, so I had my phone up there. I couldn't watch it completely unless I wanted to die before I got home <laughs> to watch Power tonight. But I did see everything, and uh, it was it was amazing. You guys did a great job. So uh, cool. definitely, thanks so much, Turbo. All right, so for everybody in the chat that may not be familiar with how this thing works, or if you're listening right now and you don't know what's going on. Uh, we do a podcast portion, but you're listening to the live after show for NWA Power. The way this works is we're going to run down the show for our podcast people, and they get all of that. And then we're going to jump into a live chat afterwards. So everybody in the chat room, stick around when you hear us close out the podcast portion, and we're going to hang out with you still. I've tried to work on reminding everybody of that. We don't want anybody to bail out on us because the fun stuff happens when you join us live, uh, I think we do a fine show for the podcast people, but we like to encourage people to jump in here and uh, 
and be a part of this thing. Interact with us. Tell us what you thought about the show. It was a good one tonight, and I can't wait to start talking about it. In fact, let's go ahead and start talking about it. Uh, this one opened up with uh, Joe Galley, who is almost completely dead, but he's still hanging on by a thread. We've watched him die over several weeks. Uh, slowly, his voice has slipped away, but he's hanging on. He's with Stu Bennett. They throw it over to Marquez, who welcomes out Robert Gibson, and uh, we get a little nice uh, lead-in. We got uh, At the beginning, we did get a little intro video, kind of recap package showing the build-up between Ricky Morton and Nick Aldis, which is, of course, going to be our big main event. But uh, Robert Gibson uh, talking about how he's Ricky Morton's number one fan and wishing him the best of luck. Uh, let's go out there and get it, he says. Uh, it was cool to see Robert Gibson, uh, you know, just see that bond, that friendship that they have and just him supporting his buddy there. Yeah, Gary, obviously something they've built up over years and years and years. And I mean, you, you, we hear it later on. Nick Aldis talks about building this, building this company up for two years. The Rock and Roll Express have been building up this company their entire lives. So imagine that partnership. Imagine that brothership between the two. Great way to start the show. And then we get right into a match as well. Yeah, actually a rematch from Into the Fire. We get Tasha Steeles getting a second chance at Miss Thunder Rosa. And uh, I tell you what, man, Thunder Rosa is vicious. And uh, it, was, it was cool to hear. I mean, Tasha Steeles, for what it's worth, I mean... She does have some support in the crowd. We got a nice 50-50 split going on there, a back-and-forth chant for Thunder Rosa and Tasha Steeles. I think Tasha's going to make a name for herself in the NWA, but again, this night just wasn't for her. Uh, yeah, Gary, just, you know, uh, I mean, I definitely see w what you're getting at, man. There is something in Tasha Steele's for sure. I mean, the a big portion of the crowd liked her immediately when she first came out of that curtain. So there's an attitude. There's a swagger that comes with Miss Steele. But hey, I have in my notes that Thunder Rosa jacket. Oh, steals my heart every time I see it. Miss Thunder Rosa, can we go shopping together? Can we go shopping with each other? I'd love to go shopping with Thunder Rosa, Gary. Oh, my God. That sounds like good content, folks. It does sound like good content. We'll have to see if uh, Brian Cervantes <laughs> Oh, Brian can come, that. too. Brian's allowed. Brian's allowed. I, 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 can, I can pick out a nice new hat for Brian. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of... Uh, People in the chat, I just wanted to also give a shout out to Dan Kellogg, by the way. Uh, I think we kind of uh, grazed over this at the beginning, but thank you so much for the first tip, the first super chat of the evening. We do appreciate those. Thank you so much. You guys are helping us out. It's, it's going right back into the show to help make this thing better with every month that passes. All right. So I did want to note, though, one of my big notes was, is I love Thunder Rosa, obviously a huge fan, but... We're going to learn who her opponent at hard times is going to be, and I don't know that she's going to manhandle her opponent as much as she did Tasha Steeles in this matchup. I agree, sir, but I think we're going to get to that a little bit later on, correct? Absolutely, All absolutely. Right. All right, so uh, after the matchup, Thunder Rosa obviously does win. Marquez talks to Rosa, and uh, we see a little weirdness here because Marquez says, uh, you know, what's going on with Melina? What are her plans and uh, Thunder Rosa gives him a little, I don't know, you're going to have to ask Melina. She's the only, buddy, and only person who can tell you that. So, 
I, I don't know if there's miscommunication or if there's a little bit of a, I don't know, mistrust or something, something. There's a spark of something there. There's definitely a spark of something there, Gary. And, you know, I, I, I kind of enjoyed this very short and to the point promo. You know, a lot of times in, in professional wrestling, you hear people go on and on and on and... <laughs> Sometimes it gets a little long. So to have this just short and sweet, actually something that someone would say, I, I, I didn't mind the length of this very quick, just clip, I guess you could call it. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it, you, you make an excellent point, just straight to the point with Thunder Rosa. And honestly, although we know that she can talk, she's obviously been an interview on the show uh, it is cool to, that she, I, I think right now that persona of hers, it lends itself to just uh, speaking softly, mm -hmm. carrying the big stick kind of deal, you know, like as little, as few words as possible, just whipping some ass. Yes, sir. And you know, there is something that else that came up during this, during this match. You hear people, you hear Joe Galley on commentary saying the NWA arena. And I got to say, man, I think that you and I start calling the, the NWA arena as well. And we would like to send a big, Big thank you to Jeff Cross for that uh, $9.99 tip right there. My friend. Thank you. My friend, thank you so much. We just we just uh, bought a network right there for $9.99. That's right. That's gonna uh, that's gonna pay for the the NWA network. That's right. Starts. That's right. <laughs> thank you, Jeff, very much, my friend. Do appreciate that, buddy. All right. Uh, next up, we get the little Aldis promo we've seen on the social medias, if you've been paying attention. But if not, you got a glimpse of Aldis standing outside of uh, some building and uh, announcing that he's going to be at ROH's event in Baltimore, the big free event they're hosting called Free Enterprise. And he's asking for all of the NWA fans, any of you out there right now hearing my voice, if you're going to be in the Baltimore area or if you're anywhere nearby, go to Free Enterprise. And uh, I should have written down the date, and I totally didn't. But uh, I anyway, didn't <laughs> it's a free event, and Nick Aldis is asking for the support of the NWA fam to get out there and let's raise some hell for the NWA in the middle of a Ring of Honor event. And I got to say, if I was anywhere close, I would be all over that. Now, Gary, what do you feel about this right now? Because I watched that promo. I saw the look in our real world's champion eyes. And man, there's something going on right there, my friends. I really like this attitude that, that our champion is having with our territory, their territory, our brand, their brand. Dude, I'm just loving it right now. And hey, man, folks, Jimmy Seafood is in Baltimore, isn't it? That's, that's reason enough to go to Baltimore. There you go. I've always wanted to go there. Me too. So I've never it. had it either, man. I hear about it all the time from wrestling. It's like it's like the Ribera of America. February 9th, Adam. That is Thank when you. Free Enterprise takes place. It is a free event. So if you can, go support our real world's heavyweight champion, Nick Aldis, and represent the NWA there for that Ring of Honor event. Uh, also, big ups to Turbo. $4.99 Super Chat. My God, man. You guys are killing it already. We're just getting started here. Well, I Gary, you guys. I actually charged Turbo to be on NWA Stranger, so he's just paying us. So, yeah. Oh, is that what it was? It's yes, like sir. an advertising fee for his uh, cell phone business. Exactly. Turbo, is, <laughs> yeah, Turbo, a man of the people. Uh, but yeah, at that event also, it's worth mentioning uh, at Free Enterprise, there's actually an, a match announced, and that's going to be Nick Aldis 
and Roosh versus Marty Skrull and PCO. Ooh, so, I oh love me some PCO. I love me I some PCO. Do. I don't know what I'm supposed to do in that match, Gary. Like, am I supposed to root for our real world's champion, Nick Aldis? Or am I supposed to root for, you know, PCO, who has won my heart over the last two years? I don't, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I know it's nuts, right? Like I, I, I waited. I've been wanting to see Nick Aldis versus PCO, so it's, oh, uh, yeah. it's cool. Oh uh, it's gonna yeah, it's going to be great. Going to be a lot of fun. That's two, two world champions. Only one real world champion, but two Correct. world champions in the ring at the same time. That's going to be pretty incredible. All right, next up, we've got a. Uh, I, I wrote down a three quarters of the way dead Joe Galley. And he is standing at the podium. He's almost there. He's we're almost gonna say goodbye to Joe. And uh, he welcomes out Royce Isaacs and Adam's new favorite crush, Dave uh, Valentine. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, is true. I've, that is true. I've seen, I've seen those tweets, Adam. I've seen those tweets. Try to slide in the DMs. Try to try to hit up Miss Valentine Royce. Hey, uh, you, by the way, he's uh, well, not a small man. Before we before we talk about that, you know, I, I usually do keep things pretty kayfabe here and uh, all that all that stuff. But is that is that really a thing? Because if it's not a thing, I'm 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 just saying. If it's not, I don't know. I, is it is it a thing? Is it really a thing? Only one way to find out. We're all by getting be in punched Atlanta in the face. <laughs> You'll either you'll get a smack in the face one way or the other by the end of this. <laughs> Guaranteed, this weekend, come to Atlanta, folks, for Oof. NWA Power TV tapes. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot. <laughs> it's going to be hot, and Adam will have a mark of some sort on his face by the end. All right. And uh, speaking of uh, fun uh, with the, these, this couple, uh, I, I – Obviously, I made a, another uh, appearance in this episode, or my <laughs> loud ass voice did, when uh, Joe Galley greeted May Valentine, comparing their colors and their matching outfits, and I had to yell out, "Settle down, Joe!" <laughs> so, Gary, uh, that was my favorite part of the first part of this episode, my man. Like just hearing Gary say, "Settle down, Joe," and then Mr. Galley actually going along with it—that was great. I mean, Joe Galley even flirting a little bit with Miss Valentine there, for sure. And we'd like to thank WWE Front Row, who says, always side with the NWA, Adam. Always. Well, when you got 20,000 volts of electricity behind you, my friend, it's a little hard, so I'm not too sure what I'm going to do yet, but I, I, I do agree with you. I do agree. I think that 499 should nudge you in the right direction, my friend. All right, go Nick Aldis. <laughs> but, yeah, so... Uh, it, it, and Joe Galley did respond on Twitter, by the way, saying, uh, you got something to say? <laughs> so, <laughs> now maybe I'm starting a new feud in the NWA. Great. Like we, like we don't have enough, Gary. Thanks. <laughs> All right. And uh, so then uh, next thing is uh, there's a – well, well, I guess I should point out that Galley is kind of hassling uh, Royce there about his uh, losing streak that he's been on lately. He's lost to Tim Storm twice. Ran away from James Storm. Royce is not having the best of luck lately. And uh, Joe Kelly being, you know, that hard-hitting journalist he is, I guess. Or clickbait Joe, depending on how you want to look at it. But there he is. He's picking on Joe. And uh, he uh, seems to imply that it could relate to May Valentine. And we get some uh, Joe Galley with the scoops. 
when Royce Isaacs announces, do you think this has to do with the fact that we haven't slept to get together yet? And uh, May has to defend that it's okay to make your man wait, ladies. And, I mean, uh, so obviously, some, some, ex- exactly what Joe Galley was looking for right there, my man. You know, he's getting that dirt. He's getting those scoops. And see, yeah, there, there, there's no way that that's real. There, there, there's no way that that's actually a thing, right? Everyone else in the chat says that it's a thing. I don't know. I don't know. Um, they've, they've posted pictures together up on Instagram. I don't know. All right. All right. We're, we're going to find out soon. All right. All right. <laughs> and uh, next up, we get a little commercial uh, breakaway with the NWA. It's Austin Idol. Are you tired of being a failure, Adam? I no, you are. have no idea, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> are you thinking about dropping some more Super Chat money, chat room? I bet you are. I bet they are. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway so a n- nice little austin idol segment there I, I keep waiting for austin idol to actually show up in the nwa arena like that i i would it would be nice to just see him one time that'll cost them way too much money gary you know that you know the man wants the money for those commercials imagine what it is for an in-ring appearance yeah that's a good point uh yeah you you don't want to uh try to do business with austin idol he's uh <laughs> He's old well, school, hey, man. Hey, here's, here's my thing, my man. If if, if 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 the school is real and we do know it's real, it's right down the street from you, why aren't we using the real number for the thing? And let's even go more on top of that. If we are taking the time to make these commercials, hey, Mr. Corgan, why not make uh, the phone numbers real? And it's just something that you... Uh, that there's a message for and you hit certain buttons and you hear different things every time. If, if we're going to go all in, let's go all in. Yeah, have you ever uh, you ever seen that thing calling oats? Have you ever seen that? I have not, sir. Oh my god, there's a number you can call, and it's like all Hall and Oats songs, and you just press the song. It's just like you just need an emergency dose of Hall and Oats, and it's just called calling oats. You oh dial yeah, the yeah, number. yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Zicky Dice told me about that the other day. Yeah, yeah. So that that's awesome. That that's what we should be going for. Just a different message from I someone agree. if you call there. A different Austin Idol message for any number that you press. I agree. It would be so cool. Imagine if that rock and roll number from rock and roll number from a couple uh, episodes ago was real. Imagine imagine the attention that that would get from people online. Oh my God! Like just press one if you've uh, broken up with your girlfriend Damn, recently. There you go. You know that kind of thing, and yep. it's just uh, a sweet message from the Rock and Roll Express. You get it. All right. So uh, next up, it was a match that I was most looking forward to. I was excited to see, and I was even happier to see Joe Galley, even with what was left of his feeble voice, call it a hoss battle. And uh, we got a uh, Trevor Murdoch versus Tom Latimer. And I knew these two were going to go at it. Now, I wish they weren't stuck with the 605 time limit. And I wish we could see this. I hope that we see this again. But I have to say, I I was surprised. It was pretty one-sided. And uh, Tom Latimer was looking angry. And he was there to whip that ass. (laughs) And Trevor took a beating. Uh, a hell of a power bomb at one point in there. I thought Trevor was dead after that one, and somehow managed to kick out. 
Yeah, Gary, you know, what I have on my notes right here is just a very simple sentence. There is something with Murdoch and Thomas Latimer. There is something there, man. I mean, the way that those two gentlemen collided with each other in the ring. I mean, we saw it today, man. The hype online was there. People wanted to see that match. I think people would want to see more of that matchup as well. Dude, there's something special with Trevor Murdoch and the NWA fan base. I haven't put my finger on it yet. I don't know if you have either, but dude, the NWA fan base loves them some Trevor Murdoch. I think it's just a matter of, and I think this this, this stands to reason with uh, Tom Latimer a little bit too, is one thing that people look forward to with the NWA is I think they're looking for, like Eli Drake would talk about at the beginning or Nick Aldis were talking about at the beginning of those, like you've got men in here fighting. They want to win, and that's what these guys, they feel real. They Either one of them looks like a guy you would not want to meet in a dark alley, or if you did, you'd want the other one with you when it happened because that's the only person you can trust to handle it. And uh, these guys look like in any situation, they're ready to throw down, and they can throw down. And so when you see the two of them face off, well, I, you know, it's not like I wasn't there. I mean, one reason I knew I was looking forward to seeing this is I don't know if you recall, Adam, mm-hmm. when those two were in the ring, I swear to God, and it, I don't even know if it came across on TV as well. When there was a whip into the turnbuckle, that freaking ring moved. Like, yeah, man. It was, it was real. Those guys were beating the hell out of each other, and it looked like Murdoch died on that powerbomb. And when he barely kicked out, I mean, you believed it because Tom was taking it to him and Murdoch able to finally get that roll up and honestly pull the tights a little bit there and uh, get the squeeze out a win. Did he pull the, the tights? End. Did Trevor Murdoch pull the tights? He did. He did. I oh, Trevor. <laughs> he pulled the tights. He was ready to get out of there, man. He had to get that win in before the 6.05. Right. He's right. got to well, advance. I guess we can't be that upset about it, right? I mean, you got to do what you got to do to win sometimes, I guess. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and Tom is Tom's a guy who's been around, and he's had his ups and downs in the business, and it's it's time for him. And, and same with Trevor. They, they just – this is their time to shine here in the NWA. This is a place where they're going to be respected and appreciated. I hope we get to see more of this feud in the future. Definitely. All right, and uh, so Joe Galley, struggling. He's struggling now, but he manages to get out there in between Allison Kay and Melina, and uh, this this was fun. Whoa! I think the first f bomb to ever be dropped on NWA Power. Can we can we get a fact a facts checker on that? Yeah, that is correct. Oh, it blew our minds, and I'll tell you what, uh, that reaction from Allison Kay can confirm, and you may hear us talk about it a little bit, but that was a 100% real reaction from Allison Kay, just like, whoa. And, Dude, uh, that was, I mean, I, I, I'm surprised they didn't cut and start things over again, but that really shows how authentic David Lagana wants this thing to be, how authentic Billy Corgan wants this thing to be. And hey, Gary, do you have something about Allison Kay for this week? Yeah, we kept having to reschedule, but I can confirm I have spoken with Allison Kay. I've got the interview, and uh, come hell or high water, that thing is dropping tomorrow to lead us right into hard times. You're going to hear me one-on-one with Allison Kay, and I promise you, if you didn't already love her, you're going to love her after this. I, you know, not to toot my old horn, but toot toot. I feel like every time I get to talk to one of these people, we get some stuff out of it that really makes you appreciate 
that talent and appreciate those people. And Allison Kay's been our women's heavyweight champion for well, – I, I feel weird saying heavyweight champion. I may have said women's world champion. Yeah, just women's <laughs> world champion, please. Yeah. <laughs> women's world champion. She's been in there for uh, since April of last year at the Crockett Cup when she picked that title up. And uh, she has been carrying it with prestige. She's dealt with a lot of people coming in, most notably, of course, Thunder Rosa, uh, who has been on fire, exploded onto the scene. We get to talk a lot about that. And yes, with the Goblet, we talk about uh, clothes and uh, her outfits, all of that stuff. We get into it, everything that goes on with Allison Kay. Uh, we did steer clear a little bit of some of the more controversial stuff you may know Allison K for right now, out of respect, but we tried to keep it more about Allison K and uh, who she is as a person. 269 days, I'm being told in my headset, as world's heavyweight or world, women's world champion. God help me. And hey, Gary, <laughs> you know, man, when it comes to that, when it comes to that, um, um, interesting things that Allison Kay is saying right now. Our interview shouldn't be overshadowed by someone else in another promotion. We want this to only be about Allison Kay, only be about the NWA. If things, you know, I mean, that's, that's, people come here for NWA-ness. We're not a dirt sheet. We're not a negative news outlet. Are, are we even a news outlet? Do we have, do we have the paperwork for that yet? I don't even know, Gary. Yeah, we'll have to talk to the office about that. But uh, yeah, it, it, this is more about trying to give you guys an insight on who these people are that you're seeing on the screen. And uh, I think we've done that with Allison Kay. I think you're going to respect her a lot more. And we do, of course, talk about her upcoming matchup at Hard Times. Of course, she thought she was going to be facing Melina, that Melina would finally want that matchup. And Melina turns the tables on her and says that she is going to have to face Thunder Rosa at hard times and defend that women's world championship. And, uh, well, money match right there, baby. That's uh, that's what we've been waiting for. And they're giving it to us finally at hard times. Gary, I can't wait. I don't know what to do with this thing. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think that they put the title on? Do you think Thunder Rosa is going to win right now? Or do you think that there's going to be some uh, shenanigans on Miss K's side? Or even shenanigans within Thunder Rosa's side, because we know that there's been some weird things with her, with her and Melina right now. I, I, if I, okay, so if I'm putting on my uh, betting man glasses right okay. here, all right, I'm thinking to myself. Well, first of all, let's just put this out front. Thunder Rosa will not dominate Allison K like she dominated nope. Allison or Ashley Vox and Tasha Steeles. Allison K is ready. Allison K is pumped about this matchup, and uh, you know, not to spoil anything, but she gives a very good promo on this. And like, if Thunder Rosa's coming, she better not miss. And uh, I believe her. Allison K is ready, and she's ready to fight. That said, does Melina really want Thunder Rosa to win that Women's World Championship before her? What's the game plan with that? That's a great point, Gary. That's a great point, my man. Yeah, like I, I don't see how this goes. Yeah, I, I just, uh, I don't know that I buy it. If Thunder Rosa gets close, is are we really going to let that happen? I, I, I We're going to have to see what Molina's got up her sleeve. And on that same token, I mean, you know, in, in the interview, we do get into her discussing her friendship with Marty Bell, who she gets thrown into a hardcore matchup with, a very good matchup, I might add, 
between the two ladies, uh, which ended with Allison Kate at first refusing to use the chair on Marty Bell. But Marty goes for the chair, and Allison ends up having to drop her on her face on that chair and getting the one, two, three, and head into hard times on a hot streak. But I say all of that to say that, uh, you know, Marty Bell's been thrown to the wolves a bunch of times by Melina. So I don't know. Melina, it feels to me like her little stable is on shaky ground at best. Yeah, man. I mean, has Marty Bell even won a match inside the NWA? I don't even think that she's done that yet. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I don't think so either. I mean, the whole idea of her going with Melina and Thunder Rosa was that it was going to advance her career. And I don't know that yeah, you have an argument that, that that's worked. happening. Yeah, I don't think that worked. Yeah. So anyway, um, excited to see that match. So that's yet another match that we're going to get at hard times. And it's going to be epic already just with the matches we know about. Uh, it's, it's going to be it's going to be a hell of a show. I can't wait for Friday. Um, next up. We've got uh, well, we talked about Marty and Allison, and uh, Adam, we we get a, a reappearance from the spiritual advisor. Well, you know what, Gary? If 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 this commercial would have showed up about twenty four hours ago, I would have bought all these hundred VHS tapes instead of uh, thirty days of unlimited meditation somewhere. So, God damn it, NWA! Why don't you just give me the VHS tapes instead of me spending money on meditation? We've already got one super chat donation that's going to pay for all 100 VHS tapes. That's right. Put it right towards that. The chat room has helped us out. Uh, I see Duck, by the way, in the chat saying that he thinks there's going to be a a derb turn, a double turn in that Marty, or I'm sorry, Allison K. Thunder Rosa match. Thunder Rosa. Uh, Melina swerves Thunder Rosa, screws her out of the belt. Allison K. reveals that she's been been on Melina's side the entire time. Uh, I mean, anything's possible, I suppose. Well, Thunder Rosa, I mean, how bad is Thunder Rosa to the crowd? You know, is it really a double turn when we want to cheer someone? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, It's fun. You know, I I can't wait for you guys to hear the interview because we do talk a little bit about how hot Thunder Rosa is right now with the crowd. And that Allison Kay is more serious and doesn't pander so much to the audience. She thinks it's not as respectful that she's like begging for cheers or anything. So she's okay with however the crowd wants to react, but she just hopefully, I think she's hoping for respect. And uh, I, I, I just, I I'll save it for, for the interview, but it's good stuff. I, I can't wait for you to hear it. All right. Next up. Uh, we've got, by the way, was that spiritual advisor's real voice in that commercial? Because that is not what I expected. I am pretty sure that it is her real voice. I have, I, I don't have that on confirmation. I've never heard uh, the spiritual advisor speak before because she's always used the invisible speech cream. So uh, who really knows, Gary? It could go either way, my friend. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Just way more Southern than I expected. Um, all right. So Pope is out with Eddie Kingston and, uh, Pope's talking about how he pushes you, you know, he's looking for his superpowers. He wants like a team that he can take to the top. And, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of impressive, but then Marquez is talking to Eddie Kingston and kind of doubting because now homicide is hurt and, uh, he's not, he doesn't know what to expect next. And Eddie Kingston kind of gets defensive about it. And, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm being told in my headset, by the way, Marty Bell did win week three, so we should give credit where it's due, Marty Bell. Uh, anyway, so uh, the uh, ne- so 
Where I'm, I'm, going... I'm, I'm uh, really liking the headset gimmick, by the way, Gary. I'm, I'm really <laughs> I loving that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm I w- loving it. I'm loving it. I, I was hoping that uh, in our after show notes that uh, you <laughs> <laughs> would get that acknowledgement. <laughs> uh, so Marquez is doubting Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston says, don't doubt me. That's not respectful. Basically, it gets kind of defensive you about it. You know what? It. Why not? Let me jump in again right now, Gary. What is Pope even doing here, my man? I don't I don't even understand why Pope is here. I mean, Eddie Kingston is a dude that can speak for himself. Homicide can stand there and smile at a camera, but Eddie Kingston is a guy that can speak for himself, man. What's Pope even doing here with these guys? Well, I think we're seeing that I don't, I don't know that this matchup's the best matchup in the world. And uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. But yeah, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, for for exactly what you said, Eddie Kingston uh, is great on his own. He doesn't there, there's plenty of talent out there that could use perhaps somebody to speak for them. Eddie Kingston is not one of those. Yeah. Eddie Kingston and one of his biggest strengths is on the mic. I mean, this is something we talked about last week. Let's put Pope with, uh, I don't know, Caleb Conley or somebody. We've never heard Caleb Conley speak. Uh, let's let's put Pope with the people that might not be great at, at talking. When he's with Eddie Kingston, all I'm thinking the whole time is, I want to hear Eddie Kingston talk. Eddie Kingston, every time that dude cuts a promo, I am invested. I He draws you in, man. I need more Eddie Kingston more Eddie Kingston promo time. I'm all for all of that. He's not even bad in the ring. I'm just saying his he is money on the yeah. mark. Yeah. And, uh, and and it's weird because we're going into hard times. And I don't know. He's got Pope helping him uh, out, but it, it's I mean, he's, it doesn't have him a match on hard times. He even got you know got he could have entered the uh, TV title battle royal. I think and. Uh, and he chose not to. He said his heart wasn't there. His heart was with homicide. He was worried about his boy. And then I don't know. I don't. Nothing about Pope right now is helping Eddie Kingston because he's uh, yet again just you know what's he doing? He, yeah. he didn't even wrestle in the last pay per view. He just escorted the rock and roll, right? Isn't yeah. He did? Yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, what are we paying on. these people for? <laughs> uh, so. We want to take a moment to bid a sad farewell to Joe Galley, who has finally passed away on air. <laughs> <laughs> I think his voice took all it could take, and he's done for. We get Kyle Davis joining Stu Bennett uh, to replace the uh, presumably dead Joe Galley. And, uh, you know, you were it was good while it lasted, Joe. Hope to see you back at hard times. <laughs> and uh, so here we go with... So we're going to start here, Adam. This is the self-defense demonstration from the uh, Mongrovian Karate Association. Uh We get an intro from Aaron Stevens. All sounds legit. uh, Yeah, Aaron Stevens is uh, there. The question mark is going to demonstrate with his students uh, why Mongrovian has remained a free country, why they don't have nuclear weapons, why they don't need them. Well, they don't. Have you yeah, seen he, the Mongrovian spike? Have you seen the double Mongrovian spike? I'd like to see any Russian go up against that. That's that's a good point. That's a very good point. Uh, so here we are, only $99 a week. They're going to show you what you can get for that money. And uh, we get a, a demonstration uh, from Question Mark. I mean, I don't know what else there is to say about it. Um, <laughs> there it is. Well, we can say that it was one of the most informative 
one of the most instructional and probably a life-changing, life-saving event if you guys actually paid attention. Because uh, my friends, for only $99 a week at the Question Mark jo Dojo, the Mongrovian Dojo, you can learn these skills yourself. And my friends, there's even a part of this where, it, where they ask the Question Mark if he can break wood. My friends, the Question Mark can break nations. Of course, he can break wood. Not, not just any wood, by the way, Mongrovian oak. I, I, so. I, I, I'd like to get a desk made out of Mongrovian oak once we make it one day, Gary. Yeah, and speaking of making it, part of what I've always tried to do in this show, and I think Adam has done the same, is I've always tried to be honest with all of you people out there. I think you don't want me to BS you. You want me to be straight up, and I'm going to say- I can't wait to hear, how to hear how much Gary loves this, folks. I am going to say that out of all the descriptors we could use for this segment, my uh, favorite one would be unnecessarily long. Oh, come on. What is this guy <laughs> talking was... about? Gary, the people in the audience were standing the whole time. There's a guy with a Mongrovian flag. The question mark comes down through the... through. The, there, there's a kid in the front row with a red question mark shirt on and a white sign that you can't read that I'm pretty sure says karate. Too long. I say not enough. It was... I, I, okay. Fair... Fair enough for you to have that opinion. Of I'll course, say. that's not what uh, I—that's that's not what I text you. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> I believe I got a text from you saying I can't believe they showed the whole thing. Well, I thought that they were going to edit around it a little bit, but they definitely showed the whole goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it wasn't like it was a bad segment. Just like, come on, that was. Enough. My favorite part that I got out of it, and my wife even was sitting there watching it with me, and Jennifer's was. Not uh, she even listen. I it wasn't even just me. She was sitting there. She was like, "Can you fast forward a little bit? This is dumb." Ooh. <laughs> and, Ooh. Uh, and so my favorite part that I got out of it is at the very beginning. She's like, "That one of the masks is that Ricky Starks?" And I said, "Why? Why?" And she's like, "Oh no, just is it Ricky Starks?" And then when Ricky Starks reveals himself at the end and bashes Aaron Stevens with the board. She was like, I knew it. And I was like, how did you know that? At the beginning, I didn't even know it in the building. And she said, it's because of that cute little bubble butt. And uh, so there you go. Good for you, Ricky Starks. So, <laughs> Gary. <laughs> I know. Wow. Well, I'd say she's a little bit of a fan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be able to pick a butt out of a lineup, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> I know, a perfectly masked man. <laughs> she knew that butt. <laughs> Woodland Goblin in, in, in the chat saying, Jennifer, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's too Gen bad. But Jennifer's I, over, man. Your wife is over in the chat. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got to call it like I see it, man, though. I, I just, I, I wish that segment was... Just like at least like two minutes shorter, maybe. I just uh Hey Gary man, anyway. I am. I'm with you, man. I mean you 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 saw the text that I sent you in, in, in the middle of it. I really did think that they were gonna edit around it a little bit, but hey man, I gotta just say again, the people the whole time were standing. People online were texting about it immediately. I mean the question mark is over. There's no denying it, folks. We gotta run with this thing. The question mark is over.
It's only a matter of time till it's Nick Aldis and the question mark in a steel cage in Madison Square Garden, my friends. Scratch that, brother, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. But uh, question mark's got a bigger challenge coming his way, and I can't wait. All right. But anyway, so Ricky Starks, of course, gets the jump on him. Ricky Starks is in that tournament. Uh, Will we see uh, this play out in the tournament? I don't know. Uh, we got, we, we've got that to talk about in a minute, but before we get there, we've got to talk about the last chance battle Royal. And here's where I'm going to give please another bit of criticism to the NWA. Listen, I, I, I be it honest with you folks. It came across well on TV and I'll tell you why, because watching it on the show, uh, you knew what the hell was happening. We in the crowd, I can assure you had no clue what was happening. We thought it was the first two guys, C.W. Anderson and Caleb Conley. We thought it was a one-on-one match. We had no idea what was happening. And then when the first count comes out, or starts down by Marquez and Josephus comes running out and then immediately gets thrown over the top rope. Oh, don't get me just, started on that. Not only was Adam devastated that Josephus, uh, his suspension was finally lifted, he gets immediately eliminated. And, uh, Dudes, and one then, second. Let's 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 get to it, Gary. I'm sorry, but I have to talk about Josephus. I mean, what are we doing? We got to put a foot down here, folks. The whole ten pounds of gold series. We get Josephus as this cult leader, as this as this uh, maniacal, uh, thought provoking madman, a reader of books, a bringer of knowledge, if you will. And now he's just a chump. What is going guy, on guy, here, folks? You would expect to like align with like somebody like the question mark with their, uh, you know, respect for you know. Well, that, that. you know, if, if 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 there was a connection between Mongrovia and whatever it is that Josephus reads spiritually, I'm sure that there could be some kind of faction formed there. But folks, I mean, come on, free Josephus, exactly, Turbo. Hashtag free Josephus. We got to start this thing going again. Yeah, Dan Kellogg's in there. He says he wants to see question mark face off against Josephus. Hey, so. that that's definitely that that that's a match that I am thoroughly invested in, but not the Josephus that we see today. Yeah, that's a good point. And uh all right, well, it's it's too bad he gets eliminated. And so let me just say, if anybody from the NWA is out there and they're listening to this. Maybe smartened up the crowd a little bit yeah. because we were all kind of confused. I feel like the reaction would have been better. Like it's exciting thinking about a battle royal, but not one person told us that that was a battle royal. First of all, they're going for pinfalls and submissions before Josephus comes in and gets tossed over the top rope. Then we see Josephus get tossed over the top rope, and Josephus is eliminated, and we're all just sitting there like, what? What the hell? Yeah, we, we had we had no idea what was going on. Like, uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piggyback off of what you said for a second, Gary, because I think that that really took away from what the match actually was in the end, right? I mean, because I think the whole crowd might have been a little bit confused about what was going on. So a simple announcement like, hey, here's the last chance battle royal that's about to happen. But yeah, man, sitting in the crowd, we were completely lost. And as the thing went going and going and going, I think we got more lost and more lost. Yeah, absolutely. Because then you watch the match and stuff like Colt Cabana comes out next out, Saren Stevens, who rolls out under the bottom rope. 
and he rolls under the ring. So you're like, all right, it's a battle royal. But still yet, they're going for pinfalls and submissions. And the referee's still in the ring, and he's calling for rope breaks. And it's just mm-hmm. like, it, it mm-hmm. was quite the kerfluffle. We were all kind of like, what is this match that's happening? I don't, I don't Gary, understand. Gary, are we going to say kerfluffle every episode? I, I, maybe. I think that's a great hidden Easter egg for everybody to get on board for now. <laughs> hey, every time for, for, for the for the real fans of this is the NWA podcast, that's for you. Every time Gary says kerfluffle, the chat needs to go crazy. Yeah, there you go. It's our secret word. There you go. <laughs> kerfluffle. Uh so yeah, I mean Doug's in the chat room saying the match was confusing on TV too. And I, I mean, it's just imagine if you didn't have the timer down in the bottom left to even know that was a thing at first, or you had no connection to uh, it's for the TV title or a last chance for the TV title. Because what we found out is announced on social media today that Zane Dawson, due to his hand injury, was had to forfeit his spot in the TV title tournament, and that's what this was. And uh, I don't know. It just... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hang on to it much longer. I just wanted to get that out of the way. That I'm always. I'm not always blowing smoke up somebody's ass. That this was. These last two segments for me were a bit of an issue during the live show. Especially. Well, well, I, 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 I won't say so much the question mark thing, but definitely the, uh, the, the battle royal for me, sir. Yeah. I probably sound like a hypocrite with the question mark thing because I noticed that uh, as as much as I wanted to say this, I was sitting in the background the whole time with uh, with my question. Yep, mark you sure up. were. <laughs> you sure were. But I was going so to say that this time. You, you you yelled at me last week for uh, calling you out for uh, for cheering against ODB when Thunder Rosa was in the chat. Well, listen, I try to. I'm, I'm happy to uh, you know just keep the crowd engaged. I, I yeah, feel like yeah, it's yeah. part of our job. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, Gary Jesse loves a question mark, everybody. Jesse Callen joined the chat, so it gives me a chance to be wrestling days for a second. <laughs> Say, Jesse Callen! <laughs> All right. So got that out of the way. I'm actually right. super excited to watch Wrestling Days when we're done here to this show. I think Days was on a hell of a roll when he first started the, the, the stream tonight, so I'm going to go check him out after us tonight. I think that's a good idea. It's what I uh, do. Yeah. <laughs> Justin Johnson pointing out Gary snitching on himself. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, Coca Cabana comes out. Dave Dawson comes out. Next out, Aaron Stevens. I mentioned that already. Zicky Dice makes a random appearance. Uh, a, little, a little befuddled. There's another word. Uh, he's a little befuddled when he gets the microphone and there's no cord on the microphone. He doesn't know what to do with it. He's... Gary, blown away. that was the moment that I became a Zicky Dice fan inside the studio. That's why when we left that night, I, I turned to you and I said, hey, man, there's something about this Zicky Dice guy that I really, really like. And it's just something as simple as that, just being confused that there's no microphone cord. You know this guy thinks that he's still in the 80s for whatever reason. I hope that we find out more about why he thinks that way. Or if it's just some kind of brain thing that he has, but man, I'm 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 in on Zicky Dice. I am. I'm in. Chat room, do you know who BC Squared is? That's a, that's who he said he was going to see. I'm gonna be honest. I like to think that I know a little bit about music, and I have no idea who BC Squared is. I so. am not cool at all. I have no idea what music even is. Yeah, well, that that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, uh, if anybody in the chat during the rest of this time, if you can think of one of BC Squared hits, I'd love to know. All right. And uh, Sal Renaro makes his uh, entrance, and uh, good to see him. And uh, sadly, Sal Renaro, uh, I just saw online, ha- broke his arm at an event uh, oh, this past week. So, Dude, that sucks, man. <clears throat> yeah, so bummer to Sal Renaro, and uh, we wish him a speedy recovery because he uh, he's he's a working man's wrestler out there, And uh, but we... Uh, some people might call him the enhancement guy or something, but he's become a not fixture for really, NWA man. power. Not, not really, man. I, th- I mean, you heard it when he came out. There were Saul chants. There were, you know, people are starting to get behind him. NWA is a place where you can come. It doesn't matter what you look like as long as you can... Um, as long as you can deliver to the fans inside that studio, the fans inside that studio are more than happy to put you over. So that really sucks, man. I was becoming a big fan of that guy. Yeah, and and I should clarify. I was I was I was gonna say that I think that he was building himself up, like he had become like even for me like a fixture in the NWA uh, arena. Like I I expect to see Sal Radaro. He's yep. part of the show for me, and uh, so it's a bummer to think that he he. It sounds like likely will not be participating in uh, the the <laughs> the next the next power tapings. I'm sorry, I just. Had a little crack up because Turbo in the chat said BC Squared had a hit called Kerfluffle Me Softly. <laughs> That's why <laughs> he's a moderator. There you go, Turbo. Love it. Uh, so, Sal Renaro's out there. Dave gets eliminated after finishers from everybody. Unfortunately, Sal misses his. He slips on that top rope. Uh, and then we get Ken Anderson entering the arena. And, uh, man, he goes crazy he uh drops a uh drops a mic check on sal and eliminates him uh caleb misses a moonsault gets the mic check from kid anderson he gets eliminated and uh colt does the superman to cw anderson and he gets eliminated and uh then question mark comes out and distracts uh colt cabana and kid anderson and while they're dealing with him Eric Stevens jumps in, question mark, goes to deliver the double spike, and they move, and he catches Eric Stevens with the deadliest of moves. Uh, the move that finished Trevor Murdoch, the ropes catch Eric Stevens, and he he's just paralyzed a, and bouncing up and down on the rope. A double Mongrovian spike, my friends. If, 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 if that knocks down Mr. Trevor Murdoch, that should just pulverize the third degree uh, Aaron Stevens. And it does. It definitely does. Right, right. Uh, and uh, that's going to call us Aaron Stevens the match. They end up getting the win over uh, Aaron Stevens after Anderson rolls him. Uh, well, no, Anderson. I can't remember who gets the pen. The important part is is that it's Colt and Kid, and uh, they go to shake hands because they're partners, you know. And Ken immediately rolls up Colt Cabana, gets the one, two, three. And Colt is uh, not amused with Ken Anderson's uh, slickness here. But, I mean, I, I'll tell you, at this point, I was kind of like, all's fair in love and war, buddy. That's that's the game. You knew you were in there against each other. But that's but that's definitely, Gary, that's definitely not the uh, attitude that Mr. Cabana had after that, was it? It didn't seem like that way at all. It really seems like Colt Cabana put his trust into this Ken Anderson guy. Even though we've seen it over and over again that Ken Anderson is not a man to be trusted, Colt Cabana gets, uh, gets his feelings hurt. 
Absolutely. Welcome, Christopher Rogers. He said he likes our setup. It's legit. Wrestling Days sent him over to check it out. Thanks for coming over, man. We love uh, Days. We yeah, absolutely. Days is our boy. And I hope you'll uh, like the show and uh, hit subscribe, hit the like button, all of that uh, fun stuff. All right. So afterwards, uh, Colts, you know, a little a little upset. But then uh, Anderson goes ahead and uh, knees him right in the dick. I mean, the stomach, possibly. I don't know. Uh, knees him and then delivers the mic check. And uh, we've got a, uh, a heel turn, it sounds like. As if he wasn't already, he was already almost there. I think there, so, but now, yeah. Now he's, he's really there. And, uh, and then uh, Colt rolls out, Anderson doesn't let it go, delivers a mic check right into the turnbuckle, or the post, I guess. And uh, real, real tough, uh, tough for Colt. And, uh, but Anderson is now officially in the TV title tournament. And uh, that is that. The next thing up is the uh, Storm and Drake, a really nice promo from Tim, or James Storm and Eli Drake out there with Marquez. That was a lot of fun. James Storm delivering promos the way James Storm only can. And, the, and it perfectly matched up with Eli Drake out there, who is a guy who could go toe-to-toe with him on the mic. Uh, raise hell, praise hell. Ricky Morton, president, 2020. Make bullets great again. Loved it. Loved it, Gary. Loved, it loved every bit about it. You know, like even putting these two together, I don't think that we even thought about this in, in the past. Why not? I mean, that was a great segment for both of them. It, I mean, they're, they're, they're great talkers. It really got the main event over. We were entertained. Why not? Why not? I loved it a lot. I, I, I think it was during this time that I even sent a, sent a text to somebody that said, hey, man, this is a great episode tonight. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, I would like to point out that uh, Turbo mentions in the chat, too, that he sees uh, C.W. Anderson as a sleeper to watch out for. And, hey, I'll tell you what, man, uh, I'm glad you said that because I meant to mention it. C.W. Anderson looks good out there, and he looks legit. Mm -hmm. Those spine Mm -hmm. busters he was dropping were awesome. And let's not forget that he started that matchup, and he lasted all the way to the end. He was the last guy eliminated before – before the final battle between Colt and uh, Anderson. So I think they see something in Anderson too. Uh, it's just, uh, or, or maybe you're talking about Kid Anderson. I was thinking of C.W. Anderson, so I apologize. It just hit me. We got two Andersons out there. But anyway, C.W. Anderson, like him. Good guy. Um, all right. And then uh, Brian Cervantes uh, pitching his wife's YouTube channel in the chat room. Says I love to Thunder Rosa and subscribe to her YouTube channel so she could be a big YouTube star like Gary and Adam. That'll be uh, that'll be ten dollars, please, Brian. That'll be ten dollars, Mister Cervantes. Yeah, go ahead and uh, drop some of that uh, women's <laughs> main event uh, title money in the chat at any time. That would be appreciated. <laughs> and. Uh, so anyway, Thunder Rosa drops one tweet out and she gets like 4K subscribers. So I don't what what, do what are we gonna do? You want you want you want you want the 12 people watching us to go subscribe to Thunder Rosa? I'm pretty sure everyone that's here is already subscribed to Thunder Rosa. My friends, if you are not subscribed to Thunder Rosa, you better do it right now. No, we support all NWA, the whole the whole group, all the talent. The office, everybody, we constantly are on here and everywhere else ragging them about making that social media presence. That's how this thing's going to grow. We're trying to do it ourselves, but those folks need to do, they need their own presence. We've seen 
Allison Kay. We've seen Nick Aldis pick it up in recent weeks. And uh, Thunder Rosa has been on top of it as far as uh, social time. media presence. The whole yeah. time. She's killing it. She's got her YouTube channel and she's doing big stuff with a, a journal and everything. So you guys got to subscribe to Thunder Rosa. Uh, it's good stuff. All right. So uh, Eli and, and James Storm had their little promo. It was good stuff. If you missed that, go back and watch it. Great promo. But then we get breaking news. And uh, love these little little things in here. And uh, turns out Joe Galley's alive. He didn't really die. He just, uh, I, I like to think that Joe Galley is like a vampire. And sometimes he's just out of his tomb for too long. And then he goes. Oh, uh, easy, uh, easy. That's Billy Corgan's gimmick, man. That's gimmick infringement. I don't know. I'm just saying. Maybe that's how he knows Joe. Ah, so, okay. All right. I'm, all right. I'm with you. I'm with you. You sold me. <laughs> Yeah, so Joe, uh, his tomb is that little weird booth that he stands in. <laughs> and so he, he just like had to escape back to that booth to deliver breaking news. It's like his iron lung that brings him back. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway. You don't, so, you, don't, you don't hear that reference on wrestling podcasts often, do you folks? An iron lung. I love it, Gary. Hell yeah, man. Keep it going. <laughs> Yeah, just hire us, NW. We'll, we'll create these backstories for you. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so Joe's back to tell us we've got the whole lineup now for the tournament, man. We've got uh, an official announcement that Mad Dog Matt Cross is joining the uh, TV title tournament, and he's going to be jumping in in the first round in Block A versus Ricky Starks. And uh, so that is exciting. That's not Mad a bad Dog, get, Cross. is it? That's not a bad no, get. Absolutely not. Mad Dog Matt Cross was in that national title uh, uh, grouping, I think, at NWA 70, mm-hmm. was he not? Mm-hmm. I believe that's right. And uh, he was at All In, I believe, in the opening matchup. We've seen Mad Dog Matt Cross around. He's uh, he's awesome. He, I, he really is awesome. I didn't even mean to say that as passively as it sounded like I did. That guy is really, really good. And uh, so I'm excited to see him, especially against Ricky Starks. I think that matchup's going to be. Now, Gary, I'm, I'm, I think that later on in the week, we can do a little uh, pay-per-view preview. Gary and I haven't discussed this at all, but are you free later on in the week? We can go live again and do a little pay-per-view preview thing. Oh, I'm here, pal. You there, know we go, I'm here. there we go, folks. There we go, folks. I'm here for you, and I'm here for these people. What a nice guy. Always. Yeah. Um, so uh, then... Block A, just to complete it out, I was looking back at my notes from last week because I was trying to find like the brackets. But Block A is going to be Mad Dog, Mad Dog Matt Cross versus Ricky Starks and Tim Storm versus Ken Anderson. And uh, that's how that, that side of the bracket is going to line up. So those four, two of those are going to face each other to enter the finals for the TV title tournament. And then on the other side of that, we got the official announcer from uh, Quinn McKay from Ring of Honor announcing that Dan Moth is entering the TV title tournament. He's a big boy, uh, 305 pounds of twisted steel. I'm not super familiar with this guy, I'll be honest with you. Um, but he's going to be taking on Zicky Dice. And, uh, Me neither. That's a big guy for Zicky to go up against, my friend. Oh, Adam, ring that bell for the $10 from... Uh, we were kidding, Mr. Zavantes. That's crazy, <laughs> my man. <laughs> we were just screwing with you, Brian. Thank you so much, my <laughs> but, friend. But, but we're going to really take your money. 
We'll we'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, we expect you back, especially uh, if uh, if your uh, lady wins well, hey, the is, uh, is, women's is, championship. Yeah, is, but just is, is, is if if Brian's out in uh, Atlanta, come and hang out with us one of the days, Brian. We, we'd be happy to hang out with you, my man. We we I I'd actually would love to talk social media with Mr. Cervantes. Oh, that guy's on top of it. I would love to talk to you too, yeah, Brian. Man. I yeah. said it way more creepy than Adam did. Yeah, but you did. Still, yeah, you did. God, what the ass, Brian? Uh, um, all right, what's next? <laughs> so next up, uh, so you got uh, Dan Ma versus Zicky Dice. Feeling a little scared for Zicky because this guy's very big and mean looking. But uh, you know, we'll see what Zicky's got. On the other side of that, this is what I was talking about. You're like predicting all this future for the question mark, but he's going to go one on one yet again. Second pay per view in a row against Trevor. Murdoch, and so help me God. God, if Trevor Murdoch does not so help me God, if question mark doesn't murder Trevor Murdoch again. Oh, Adam, are we gonna fight in this in the studio? (laughs) (laughs) Trevor Murdoch needs to destroy the question mark this time. Question mark needs to destroy Quirt. Trevor Murdoch one more time with a triple Mongrovian spike. I bet there's an arm that we don't even know that the question mark has. Oh, Aaron Stevens interrupted that match last time and it cost Murdoch when the double, uh, the, oh, thanks. Thanks. My wife is in the chat, by the way, just got, <laughs> uh, uh, distracted. Woodla Goblin said Gary's creepy with Tom Latimer too. Don't worry, Brian. And then Jennifer says Gary is creepy with most people. Thank you so much to my wife. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so, uh, (laughs) Murdoch did not deserve to lose that last match. And so I'm expecting fully that Trevor Murdoch defeats the question mark and runs right through the rest of the competition. It wins this freaking TV title. He deserves it. He should own that thing and hold that thing for like 170 weeks. He's the man. Uh, you know, I, I didn't want... I don't know, man. I I, I, I kind of really wanted... Man, oh, man. I think Zicky Dice versus Trevor Murdoch is the perfect, perfect match right there to see who wins the TV title. And even then, I'm very split on who I want. But for Trevor Murdoch to have to go through the question mark, I don't know. I, I think I think I'm still rooting for the question mark, Gary. Come on. It's going to be Murdoch and hopefully versus Zicky Dice. And then the winner of that match, which is going to be Murdoch, will go on to face, hopefully, Ricky Starks or Tim Storm. That's what I'm pulling for. Murdoch Murdoch versus Tim Storm. Oh, my God, that'd be badass. But Murdoch versus Ricky Starks would be badass, too. Murdoch has lost to Ricky Starks. Remember in the very, like, well, the second week, I think, of NWA? But whatever. Anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm also getting in my headset that it's not Mad Dog Matt Cross. That was my fault. It's M Dog Matt Cross. And I can almost swear my headset almost sounds like Nick Aldis. It's so weird. Anyway. <laughs> uh, all right. So the uh, other matches on the show. Guys, this. This card is loaded 
we've talked about Allison Kay versus Thunder Rosa, which is all you need. That's a main event match, right? This TV title tournament is enough reason to get this pay-per-view. But now you've got Nick Aldis versus Flip Gordon. And uh, we find out that the Ricky Morton and Nick Aldis match is going to determine if the 10 pounds of gold is on the line or if the tag team titles are on the line. So we'll get to that a little bit more in a minute. But you've got a triple threat tag team match. Rock and Roll Express versus the Wild Cards versus Eli Drake and James Storm. My God, that match sounds like an amazing thing. And then the icing on the cake or the cherry on top. What is it, Gary? Aaron Stevens is going to be defending that national title against Scott Steiner. Who saw that coming? All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This could be the saving grace right here, my friends. So let's say, let's say, let's say that Trevor Murdoch somehow beats the question mark, right? Let's say that that's, that's something that happens. If the question mark can knock Scott Steiner out with the Mongrovian spike, everything is saved in my book. I want to see that so badly now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Scott Steiner getting knocked out by the Mongrovian spike. Come on, chat. Come on, chat. Give me something. Come on, chat. You know you want that. Um, I don't know. Can the Mongrovian spike get through chain mail? Oh, we can get through. It can get through freaking molten lava. We heard that in the beginning of when the question mark was announced. Okay, first of all, you need to calm down. This is too much. No. They've already given... They just gave you, on this episode, a freaking 10-minute segment of nothing but the Should've question been 20. mark dancing around in the ring. Is that... Do you need more? Should have been 30 minutes. The question mark? I could have went for a whole hour of question mark power. Actually, that's that, that could be the second season. That the, uh, That's the second show for NWA coming up, folks. Let's throw out the circled square, and let's bring in the uh, question mark hour. Oh, my God. Dude, listen, I, I mean this with all due respect. I love the question mark as a human being. You're great. <laughs> I hope. I wish you all the success in the world, except that Trevor Murdoch is going to smash you in the first round of the TV title tournament. It's not happening. It can't happen. Will not. Cannot. Trevor Murdoch does not, Look not at the chat. fall twice to Look at the man. chat. Look at the chat. I mean, hey, hey, okay, okay, okay. All I'm saying is, if... The question mark does Chad happen River, to lose. Chad River, are you lose. really pulling for the question mark? If the mark question mark Trevor? does happen to lose, we we know Trevor Murdoch is tough. We all know that. If the if the question mark can spike Scott Steiner, oh my God, the place, the NWA arena will lose its mind, and I will be the first one to jump up for the rest of the, for the rest of the show. I'll lose my. I will leave the show after that. That's how excited I'll be. Are you guys in the chat room pumped up? I want to see who your picks are because we're just back and forth about Trevor Murdoch and the question marks. I see Brock Lesnar can't even defeat the question mark. Exactly! Brock Lesnar can't lace lace Trevor Murdoch's boots. So I don't even want to hear it. But who else? Is there somebody else you're thinking? I mean, we're we're, we're completely overshadowing the fact that Tim Storm is in this mother. Tim Storm is on the (laughs) other side of those brackets. And... The number one draft pick, Ricky Starks. I'm seeing it in the chat room. Uh, Ricky Starks is getting some love. So Ricky Starks is, uh, you know, I, I don't want to overlook 
I don't over, want to overlook that man because he he's ready for something and he's on to big and bad things. Like that guy is top notch. So all right, it could, all right, could all right. Let's get to the main event. I'm sure that the chat's going to want to talk about how the question mark is going to destroy Trevor Murdoch a little bit later on. Anyways, Gary. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure that's what will happen. But anyway, uh, the main event, you know how big this is. And, uh, I'm hearing in my headset also to remind you guys about the Stark interview, the Ricky Starks interview. Could be future TV champion. We did an interview with that guy. It's great. Check it out. Uh, Nick Aldis is facing off against Ricky Morton for the world's heavyweight. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The real world's heavyweight championship. And there you go. Ten pounds of gold on the line. And you know how serious this is. If Mr. William Patrick Corgan makes his way out to the booth and he hangs out with Stu Bennett and uh it's Kyle at this point right right or was Joe there I think Here Joe's back there. Joe was back he clicked bait Joe's back yeah he, he hung out in his little iron lung booth for a little while and <laughs> revived himself enough to come out and call the main event and uh so props to Joe for making it back but you know it's serious when the owner he even says, I'm out here because this is serious. When I purchased the NWA, if you'd have told me we would have gotten a championship match between Nick Aldis and Ricky Morton, I would have said you're dreaming. I felt like this had the big match feel. I was excited to see it. And, uh, of course, Ricky Morton's out there with Robert Gibson. That makes a lot of sense. Nick Aldis. Hey, man. Love Nick Aldis. Ricky Morton Damn. has Robert Gibson. I, I, I respect Nick Aldis. Uh, but uh, he had everybody out there with him. <laughs> he had to bring a whole. Well, they're a team. What do you want? You want? You want? You know? You don't want their team to show up? Hey, Gary, it's you, me, and it's Elder Sour in uh in 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 Atlanta. You want me to just leave you out on the curb when we're having our meet and drink? You want me to leave Elder Sour outside when we're having our meet and drink? You want me to stay outside when we're having our meet and drink? I, I don't think that this is even the same thing. It's the team. It's a team. It's a faction, and it's not the same as the team of the Rockets. These these are guys who've been up and down the road together for years. Strictly business is not the same thing. I'm sorry, it's not. And he doesn't. He should not need all of those people. Also, just based on past occurrences, there's a higher likelihood that strictly business is going to interfere in this match than robert gibson is going to do anything oh well first of all gary no one interfered with anything they were just there they were hanging out they were watching their they, they, they were watching their manager their leader whatever nick aldis wants to be called and they were just you know uh uh, uh supporting supporting the man that's bringing in the that that's bringing in the money well, allow me to uh, rest my case on the fact that William Patrick Corgan echoes the message that I'm sending right now and uh, passes along to Stu Bennett to go ahead and make the announcement that all seconds are removed from the arena. I, the match will not start until I, that happens. I don't know. I, I want to be surprised if Stu went in for uh, business on himself there. We don't uh, know that. William Patrick Corgan's microphone was cut. We don't know if that's actually what the president said. I, I, I mean, why would Stu Bennett sitting right next to the president 
say something different than what the president asked him to say. Well, I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm just playing devil's advocate, Gary. Uh, shout out Justin Bishop in the pot in the chat. Uh, this is my second favorite Gary Horde podcast. <laughs> so, Mine hello, too. Justin. <laughs> Yours too. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Psychotronic Film Society at Psychotronic Pod. Check it out, folks. Uh, anyway, That'll be $10, so, Gary. $10, Justin Bishop. Drop <laughs> it in the tip jar. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, this this match, I mean, I will give credit where it's due. This match does end up, once the seconds are removed, this is a very, very good matchup. It's everything we wanted it to be and a great way to end this 90-minute super show from the NWA Ricky Morton, Nick Aldis, one-on-one. Ricky Morton, my God, who would have thought in the year of our Lord, 2020, Ricky Morton would be a tag team champion and also going one-on-one with the real world's heavyweight champion and uh, taking him to the limit. Like, uh, as Stu Bennett even pointed out during the match, it, it Aldis paced this thing a lot slower than he normally would have. He did not go right after Ricky Morton because Ricky Morton is slick. Ricky Morton is, he's wiry. You don't want to just rush into it with him. Well, hey, Gary, you know, it might not only be that, but a huge portion of the crowd was rooting for Mr. Morton the whole time, you know, so that might have thrown off Nick Aldis a little bit also. I mean, Aldis came into this thing. He came into this whole season as being a person that the NWA family wanted to root for, wanted to cheer for, and he completely messed that up for whatever business reason he wants to to think about. I thought that that was a, I mean, Nick Aldis could have been the man in professional wrestling right now. In his eyes, he still thinks that he is, but in the fans' eyes, he could have been the Ultraman if he still would have carried that real world's championship the way that he was. But, you know, for whatever reasons, this happened. So I think that the fans might have threw him off a little bit at, at the start of this match as well, Gary. And especially with the president, our owner, Mr. William Patrick Corgan, sitting right there ringside. That has to do something to the psyche of these professional wrestlers as well. Uh, obviously, all of that plays into it for sure. That's an excellent point, Adam. And, and and I just think it also says a lot for Ricky Morton, the amount of respect that the fans still carry for this man, that he's carrying himself at such a high level, uh, tag team champions. And we've seen what happens when you underestimate these guys. The Rock and Roll Express, of course, beating the Wild Cards to win those tag team titles. And they've held them for a little while now. And uh, so I think just running in and uh, expecting to just manhandle Ricky Morton, Nick Aldis even knew that that was not the way to go about this. So they had a really good, like quality wrestling match here. And uh, of course, I'm seeing it all in the chat. So we might as well jump straight to it. Uh, I'm seeing a lot about. Uh, a quick roll-up and a pull of the tights, and Nick Aldis gets the one, two, three at the end of this thing. I was going to save it. I was going to build it up a little bit more, but you guys in the chat room are just all over it. Like, they they, the tights. they love he it. The tights That's all that they want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, Gary, before... I don't, know if, I don't know if love it is is how I would describe that. Well, they seem to be a little disappointed. They are a little bit disappointed, but before we get to that, and yeah, I mean, I saw it. We, we all saw it. It was there. It was there, right? But the way that Stu Bennett continued to call our president, our owner, Mr. William Patrick Corgan, Mr. Corgan, throughout the whole match, 
That's class, my friends. That's the NWA. I love that the NWA has a has a, a, a just a twinge, a twist of class when it comes to their when it comes to everything that they do, except when they pull the tights. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, that's just not the way you want to see it go down. But you know what? I saw Trevor Murdoch do it to Tom Latimer earlier on in the evening. So. <sighs> Is what it is. What are you going to do, Ricky? Gary? What are you going to do? I don't know. And I, I don't know if this is like a British thing, but uh, the Fortson says uh, hashtag Aldous is a cad. So I'm not sure what cad is. Do we have, do we, do we have wrestling days on the phone? What is a cad? <laughs> somebody somebody get us a cad. I, I'm hoping it's a British thing and Aldous is just fuming right now as he watches this. Uh, are you uh, looking it up on Urban Dictionary? I don't even know what Urban Dictionary is. Does that exist? Jesus, Adam. See, I, I've never told you I'm cool. going to be the podcast of the future if you don't know anything about the present? My friend, I have the vision. That's why. All right. All right. I don't need to be in the uh, present is, if I have the vision. Duck, Duck is uh, saying it. Jesse in the chat, they're all for the champ. It's Eddie Guerrero stuff. If it's good for Murdoch, it's good for the real world's champion. All right, all right, all right. He's a scoundrel. That's what I'm hearing in my headset is what CAD means. Scoundrel. So you're, you're a scoundrel, Nick. But when it comes to the next thing that happens in this, I'm still siding with Nick Aldis because we get like a lot of, a lot of fuzziness and the screen blakes out and somebody takes over the monitor and we get a little message from Mr. Marty Skrull saying that uh, it's going to be hard times in Atlanta on Sunday. Hey, man. And now we know Aldis is not putting up that world's championship. Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson are defending that tag team title in that triple threat against uh, the wild cards and Eli Drake and James Storm. But Aldis is going one-on-one with Flip Gordon, who is a part of Villain Enterprises. And, uh, you know, you talk about factions like Strictly Business having to the right to accompany everybody everywhere. What's that mean for Flip? I don't know what that means for Flip. Did did is is Aldis really not putting up the ten pounds of gold for this match? That's my understanding. My understanding was that this match decided uh, who who would defend their titles. Like if if Aldis won, then Ricky Morton would, uh, and Robert Gibson, the Rock and Roll Express, would have to defend their tag titles. If Ricky won, then Aldis would have to defend the ten pounds of gold. Well, all right. All right. Well, thank you so much for everybody who joined us. Those in the chat room right now, stick around because we're going to go ahead and wrap up this portion. But as you know, this is just the podcast portion. The listeners, if you're hearing this right now, we stick around with the chat room and we hang out with you guys live to talk about whatever you want. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it getting asked for in the chat. Time for the post show. Let's get crazy. That's what happens here. Anything goes on the post show. So if you're listening to this on the uh, on the uh, podcast portion, make sure you're here on Tuesday nights. Usually it's 7.05-ish, 7.35-ish this time around because of the late NWA show. But you have to be here live to get all the extra talk where everything uh, – Everything is available. Nothing is off limits. And uh, all right. Well, as for me, I am at This Is Gary Horde.
That is at This Is Rotella. The podcast is on all your social medias, at The NWA Pod. Simple and easy. So make sure you check us out. And as always, thank you for listening.